Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, I think it's fair to say he's a distance legend now. He's a two-time Olympic gold medalist in the 800 and 1500, giving us show-stopping performances and uh, really, really bringing it home those last 50s. Today, we're sitting down with Bobby Fink. Hey, Coleman. Thanks for having me. to get you on again and, and to talk to you about uh about how the last month or so has gone let's i, I want to start off with uh recently you just you just went to an age group meet it uh i think it was was that at your home club team yeah it was uh over in st pete north shore pool okay can you tell me about that experience and just what it was like to go home, you know, to, to, to meet kids and, uh, for them to, to, to show off your hardware. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was amazing. It was, it was really fun. Um, I counted for two, two girls in their 800, um, know them pretty well. So that, that was pretty exciting too. And then just taking pictures and signing stuff for a lot of, a lot of little kids. It, it was, it was like putting the medals around my neck again. It was such a great feeling because I, I used to be in their shoes once um just asking for autographs from a whole bunch of well-known people and you know i i just hope i inspire them one day to you know do do the same was was there someone in particular who you got to get their autograph who you who you wanted their autograph who you looked up to and or or, or got to, ever got to be around the most um um, the biggest autograph that like I have in my memory is getting Garrett Webergales at the Long Center when I was like either eight or ten years old. I went with my best friend up to him sitting in his chair next to I want to say Randy Reese, and uh, he signed both of our backpacks, and that that was like really cool for me because he he was from the four by one relay, so yeah, it was pretty exciting. I'm just a little just a little kid like, hey, can I have your autograph? And then. <laughs> He gave it to me. So yeah, it was really exciting. That's super cool. And maybe one day you'll get on that four by one relay too. You yeah. know? <laughs> I've been, I've been teasing Caleb uh, to race me in the 25 throughout the whole training trip. And he, he hasn't, he hasn't done it yet. So I think he's a little scared that I hope, I hope he hears this. Dude, we've seen, we've seen your closing speed. I mean, he's got the start, but we know you have the finish. So I think it's anyone's race. I might need a couple second head start, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I, I was talking with my boss Mel yesterday and, uh, we're talking about this podcast and he was like, I wonder what Bobby's best 50 free time is. Oh, <laughs> because we're like, up. because, because he came home, he came home in 25, seven on that mile like that you know that's serious speed so i looked it up do you know what your best 50 free time is it's 25 something i think it's 25 four yeah do, do you think you that can was go kind of recent too that was like <laughs> that was when i was like 18 or 17 yeah yeah i think it was from 2018 yeah <laughs> uh do you think you could break 25 right now i hope so 
I really hope so. I don't know. The start may slow me down. I might just have to do it from a push, to be honest with you. Do you, do you think Nessie would like let you go and practice? Like, all right, <laughs> today we're just going to do a 50 free, you know, warm up, 50 free for time. <laughs> I, I think I've asked him so many times for a get out swim. He has never budged. <laughs> so I'm not too sure. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to keep asking for one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good strategy we who doesn't love a good get out swim <laughs> yeah they're, they're exciting i've not i don't think i've ever gotten to do one once so i'm just one day he, he has to he has one. to one <laughs> just one <laughs> seriously um okay so i'll 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 get a little serious now uh <laughs> now that i'm done teasing um so I, I want to take it back to, to heading into trials. You made the world's team in 2017, right? And mm-hmm. the 1500. Yeah. And then were you on subsequent yeah, yeah. international teams after that? I went to Panpax in 2018 and then had a pull out of WUGS for 2019 because of my wrist. Okay. And then 2020 obviously didn't happen. Yeah. 2021 was the next one. So you were, you know, you had made this progression of, of being on these international teams. Um, We'd obviously, you know, you'd obviously just broken everything short course wise. Uh, So so heading into these trials, um, how, how are you feeling about where you were at with long course and, and handling that pressure of qualifying for, you know, now the Olympic team. Mm. Uh, so I'm not going to lie. Trials was probably way more stressful than the actual Olympics were. Um, I I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to make the team just because of the short course, um, times and everything I was, I was able to go the past two seasons. So I, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and, uh, I I think it showed a lot within, within 800. I kind of like psyched myself out a little bit. I wasn't swimming my own race i was swimming everyone else's race um Mm. and that that got to my head a lot and i i knew i was due for some time drops especially in the mile since that was from 2018 as well the 1448 so i i knew i was going to drop in that event um but the 800 i dropped in 2019 so i wasn't really sure where i was going to be in that but uh i got the job done uh thankfully <laughs> made made the team and that, that was a a lot of pressure off my back after the 800 and the mile I was just trying to have fun and try and finish the meet off on a good note yeah uh backing it up to day one you started things with the 400 IM which you were the reigning national champion in um I, but I, I am curious as to was there a discussion of swimming the 400 free versus the 400 IM or was it pretty much like no, we're going. I am. Um. So yeah, kind of. So in twenty twenty SECs, I yeah twenty twenty SECs, my my five hundred was a lot better than my my four AM. So in twenty twenty, I probably would have done the four the four free instead of four AM. But then this past SECs and NCs, my five free was like. Not not the best, but my four IM was was pretty good. So that's where I made the decision to go for the four IM instead of the four three. 
Um, but for like future meets, I I don't know. I'll still probably toss it up between the two. Game time decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. It's, uh, so for a schedule like Worlds, where I think the foreign freeze on the at the front of the meet and the four ams the back of the meet, would you swim both? Probably. Um, I, I'd probably try to make the team in both. I'm if if it happens it it happens, but if it doesn't, I'm not gonna beat myself up over it. Like at trials, when I I didn't make the team in the four am, I I honestly didn't really like care too much. I was just I was just trying to get into like meat mode and have fun with the race and I still did a pretty good time. So I was pretty, I was pretty happy after that. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's not like my main focus, but it's, it's something I just like to have fun with really. Yeah. 400 I am. It's a fun event. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier than people think. I swear it is. I, swear. <laughs> I mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe if you do the training that you do, then it's <laughs> <laughs> just can't sprint the fly and then you're fine just don't okay sprint fair enough were you uh, i mean like you said it was a good you you, did, you put up a really solid time in the 400 im you were just trying to get into meat mode after the meet seeing how you did in the eight and the 15 were you kind of like i kind of want to swim the four you know kind of want to see what i could have gone in the four uh not at trials no i think i think i'll still in the four four am mode there um, but after the Olympics, I, I thought about it a little bit, but I don't know. I don't know if I, people might find this weird, but I don't think I have the endurance for the four free as well as I do for an eight free because it's a, it's two completely different gears you're using. So I, I'm not sure if I have that kind of endurance for it, but you know, only, only time will tell. I, so that's a, <laughs> That's a good, uh, that's a good point. I, I think, uh, that's a fair point to make. So we were, again, we were talking about this podcast yesterday and we were just like 25, seven, like, I don't think anyone in the 200 free came home in 25, seven. And, and if you think about it, it's like, well, they're in a totally different gear. So yeah. it's like, you pretty much sprinting 150 and, and then it, it's really hard to do 25, yeah. seven. Whereas like you're kind of in third gear, you know, yeah. relatively <laughs> for for a while yeah. and then bump it up to fifth gear right um is how do you how do you prepare for that or or like is that something you practice in training i don't know if we've we've seen that in your races before i guess you did it in the 400 im at ncaa's but maybe we just haven't seen you run people down like that very many times before do you feel like that's normally how you swim your races is just you uh, have a lot of get up and go that last 50 um no it's definitely new to me except in the four am but i think that's just because uh i'm using like different muscle groups like every every hundred so I, I still have a little bit of energy left for that last 100 but for the mile not really i kind of normally have some pretty bad closing speed especially <laughs> my the american the american record from 20 20 SCCs or whatever. I came back in like 25, three or something. And I, that's like the pace I was holding for the whole mile. If you just add a flip turn on the back of that. So my, my closing speed's pretty bad uh, until, you know, this past games, but 
the one thing that like definitely helped me with that is I changed my stroke on the last 50. I kind of just went into like a sprinter mode stroke, what I do for, you know, 50 free. Um, but yeah, kind of just like swinging my arms around and everything, just like flailing in the water a little bit, but like not too bad. Definitely attributed to coming back a, a lot faster. So is, is that something you worked on between between trials and the games? Um, is that something you you were planning on doing or knew that you had, or is that kind of a heat of the moment? Like, I'm just going for it. Uh, yeah, I was kind of just going for it. I had, um, in the beginning of the year, our coaches, Nessie, Jan Bluth, um, Ceranic, were all just, like, yelling at us constantly to be able to switch gears. And um, I, I had that playing in the back of my head a lot for that 800. I, I had Steve just yelling in my head, just telling me to switch gears and everything. So, um, but no, I, I really was not planning on it. Um, it kind of it kind of just happened after hearing it so much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was just, there was a gold medal on the line. I, I wanted to do everything I could to try, try and get that. Were, <clears throat> having having not raced a lot of those guys maybe head to head before heading into that last 50 of let's let's focus on the 800 heading into that last 50 were you confident that you could pass them or were you just kind of like okay here i go we'll see oh i no not at all <laughs> uh I, after like 10 meters, like pushing off the wall and a couple strokes, I noticed that I gained a little bit of ground on Romanchuk. He was like really the only person I could see on the last 50. There's so much water everywhere. <laughs> but uh, I, I just noticed I started like slowly creeping up on him over the whole course of the first 25. And then I think with the 25 to go, I was not necessarily equal, but like I was definitely a lot closer than what I was at, at the flip turn. So that, that was just like a big motivation boost. And, you know, I had, a, I had a lot of momentum going into that, that last 25 to try and get my hand on the wall first. Did you see Greg at all the whole race? I saw him in the beginning for like maybe the first 400 or so I saw him, but then after that, no, I, I, I didn't see him. I think we were like maybe next to each other again so i because he was so far he went out like 152 right uh, yeah he was like body lengths ahead of everyone so he was pretty easy to spot in the beginning but i think when we all caught him no i, I couldn't see him at all okay but you you kind of knew what he did or have you watched the race i mean because yeah like you said he was just <laughs> and yeah, then like just, the whole race everyone was kind of trying to catch up to him for, yeah <laughs> you know going going through mono and then and, and everything like that it, mad props and that that was that was special um yeah that that was a heck of a race for him it was really good yeah i, I kind of want to know what he'd do if he didn't have motto <laughs> yeah. uh agreed yeah that would it would it would be fun to see but i mean to to get silver in the eight and then yeah. bronze in the 10k like geez dude yeah. <laughs> um so, uh, so that 800, obviously it's your first Olympic games. Um, what is it like to do prelims finals of an 800, especially the prelims, just knowing, 
okay, I want to swim fast, obviously, to make it back. I don't want to swim too fast. Is that a challenge for you or is that something you've got pretty dialed in? Uh, so going into the 800, my only goal at that point was just to try and make the finals. I wasn't sure what it was going to take, but I knew I was, it was going to have to be the best time for me. Um, so I was just trying to race the guys next to me and I, I was going all out except for the last 50. I, I realized cause I was, I, I saw that I was like third and I was like, okay, this should, this should be good enough to, to make it back. So I, I shut it down a little bit the last 50. Even I still had like a good last 50 split. It was still like 28 low, I think. So it was, it was still pretty good. And, um, you know, I was just after that, it was doing whatever I could to wake up in the morning for the finals because it honestly sucked. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a morning person in swimming. So I was – I was just doing everything I could to wake my body up and for that, which paid off. So what, what were you doing? So I woke up, I stretched and then I took a warm shower for like 10 minutes or so, just, just standing there trying to move around a little bit. And then I stretched again and then I went and got breakfast and then went to the pool and stretched again <laughs> and then did like my normal morning meat warm up. So there was a lot of stretching going on. Is that is that more um, dynamic, static? Yeah. Are you are you sitting there? Or are you trying to like you know m- moving moving stretching a little bit more? Uh, no, I was I was just sitting there. I did the same stretch every single time. It was our normal, you know, like arm forward, arm backwards, scissors, all that kind of stuff. Um, especially with my legs, my legs always have a hard time hard time in the mornings. I, I was working out a lot. Um, yeah, just, just a lot of static stretching. Just yeah. A lot of yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, ob- obviously it paid off. Was it also, you had two sleeps between prelims and finals, right? So it's like you yeah. swam prelims one night and then the next, next morning had the final. Yeah, that, that was nice. That, that was, that was pretty nice. I think trials is, it was only one. Um, I think that that helped a lot with like the recovery part of the first 800 or mile. Um, mm. But getting to sleep was pretty challenging. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I was pretty, I was pretty grateful for those two sleeps. They, they, they were nice. They were good. They were good to me. What was it more challenging getting to sleep? right after prelims or right before finals? Um, right after, yeah, prelims, right, definitely right after prelims because I got back probably both times around maybe a little before 11, maybe. And then I I, I was pretty fortunate enough. I, I didn't have to wake up early the next morning. You know, like the, the guys in the 4 a.m. or 4 free, they swam the next morning, which – that that's rough to do because they didn't get back until really late and then they were the first event so they had to get up early and yeah that that was pretty rough i was pretty fortunate for that but you know props props to those guys for for doing that yeah dang yeah i mean this it seems like a tokyo schedule is kind of all over the place or i i guess that's the uh, an olympic schedule right um so then how how much how 
do you remember how much time you had between the 800 final and the 1500 prelim? I think it was the next day at night. Okay. I, yeah. That seems yeah. right. Yeah, I think it was the next day at night, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but man, man, the schedule's just everywhere. <laughs> not, not completely sure, but I'm pretty sure it was the next day. I gotcha. Did you feel like that was a quick turnaround or did you feel like you had enough time to kind of settle in and get what you needed to get done, done? So after the 800, I gained like a lot of confidence just um, from being able to finish and and stay with the guys. So I wasn't too stressed about, stressed out about making the finals for the mile. I was just, uh, just going into it with a confident mind, just, telling myself, you know, I, I can do this, just, just hang with the guys and just, just get a spot. So um, I think that helped me a lot with like the recovery mode of the 800, you know, I wasn't stressing about anything. I was just having fun watching a lot of Brooklyn nine, nine been been hooked on that show. Great show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't stressing about too much or anything. So I think that allowed my body to really just recover itself properly and and yeah, just have fun, really. Yeah, the I, I guess this is a I I totally skipped over the gold medal part. Like you <laughs> you won the eight hundred. You know, you pass everyone on the last fifty. It was what <laughs> just watching it was like what the. <laughs> are you kidding me? Um, it was so exciting. How, what what were your immediate reactions? You know, did you did you know that you had touched first? Did you see your time first? Did you see your place? I knew I touched ahead of Roman uh, Romanchuk and Wellbrock, but I didn't know where um, Paul Chineri touched. Mm-hmm. So I knew I got a medal. I just didn't know which one. And but when I saw that I won, I I can't say what I was thinking (laughs) it was kind of just like yeah it it was just that like over and over and over and over again um it was was really exciting i I can say that yeah yeah i mean and and then to have the the whole day you know obviously because it's in the morning had to have the whole day to to process that i mean can you take me through the rest of that day and you know obviously probably had to do media drug testing but then like was it was it nice to just kind of soak it all in? Yeah, so I got out of the pool probably <laughs> around one, between twelve and one o'clock, I think. And uh, yeah, just being able to go, I think all my roommates were back there. Keenan was back there. I hugged them all and called uh, my girlfriend and my family, and we all just talked and everything. It was it, it was it was really exciting and, and sweet. And I was just glad I got to see them and then lay in bed and rest. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It has, was that a surprise to you at all? Um, especially coming in the 800. I mean, I know you're, you're really good at distance swimming, but um, to have it, to have it be in the 800 mm-hmm. just cause it was first in the schedule. Um, was that kind of like, wow, this is, this is neat. I didn't really come in thinking that, that this would happen. Yeah. I didn't come in thinking I was going to medal. 
um because i i think i was 12th coming into the meet so i was i was really just trying to make it back to the finals but then after how well i saw i did in the prelims i realized that you know i i could medal in this i didn't think i was going to get the gold but it my my goal changed to meddling but then going into last 50 you know i was like crap i'm so far behind i, I don't even know if i'm going to get a medal here but uh yeah it was it was a big shock i, I wasn't expecting it at all and then uh you know just my my coaches have worked so much with me over the this whole journey and career um you know, they put a lot of hard work into me i'm just really blessed and grateful that they were able to go along with me in this whole process and see see it pay out did did nesty have any words of wisdom for you after the race he he was tearing up a bit a lot and it nearly just like made me tear up and we hugged and yeah it was just there was a lot of emotion going on and you know just he he's one of the best coaches in the world and he he's been there in 88 92 he he's seen it he's done it so he he knows exactly what you're going through and um, i'm just grateful to have him by my side along with coach coach fred coach young Wooth, and coach ceranic and even our new coaching coach merslock and uh coach coach whitney back at home so yeah it was just it was a really sweet moment between everyone yeah uh so <clears throat> So headed into the 1500, uh, you're, you, you know, obviously feeling pretty good. You said, you said you gained a lot of confidence for some reason. I thought you were going to say I gained a lot of weight after the 800. Like, oh no, but was, you gained a lot of confidence. Yeah. Uh, um, see, so you felt good heading into that 1500. Uh, so, so was your strategy the same? Cause I mean, from the viewer's perspective, we were like, okay fink made the final like he's gonna win because if he stays with everyone he's he's gonna bring it home again in the last 50 it's like no contest how are you what did you think about that heading in it it did become my strategy it was just uh just to stay with the guys as well as i could and and try and out sprint them at the finish um definitely just because of the confidence boost i had with finishing speed after the 800 so I knew if I was with them, I had a, I had a pretty good shot. And I, I just tried to do my best to, to stay with all three of those guys and, um, you know, just try, try and outkick them in the last 50. <laughs> well, uh, as opposed to the 800 when I think like Greg was in lane seven and then there's kind of the pack of you in the middle. Was it nice knowing that it's just like all of you yeah. in a line? <laughs> that was good because he went Greg went out a little faster than us this time. So I, I was able to like clearly see him. And then mm-hmm. when he stopped like gaining ground on us, it was, and we started gaining ground on him. It was, it, it was just fun. Um, just having all four, you know, I looked up to those three guys uh, ever since 2016 when I saw Paul Chenary win. And then 2017 when Romanchuk and Paul Chenary were both there. And then in 2019 when Wellbrock won. Yeah. So I, I've looked up to those guys and, I'm, I'm glad to kind of be a part of it now. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to more racing with them in the future. I think, I think it will be fun. Were, were you able to, you know, converse with them, exchange words with them at all? Um, just again, because they're all in Europe. It's not, it's not like you get a ton of racing opportunities with them. 
Yeah, so after the race, Walbrock was talking about open water with me. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing open water. That that's a hard turnaround. That's that's a hard schedule to do. So, and they did they did pretty good. So, probably hats off to them. But you probably won't be seeing me do open water anytime soon. I'm I'm sure he was trying to get you to do it. He's like, dude, come on, you'll do great. And then as he just crushes the entire field yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like takes gold by multiple <laughs> seconds. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh have you have you done open water before? Uh last time was when I was 15. <laughs> that I will be the last time. Or anything, but you know, I, I like the pool. I like the pool more. If I do it, it'll probably be for fun. And I'll probably just show up in Nationals and just try and, try and have fun with Kieran because Kieran loves doing open water too. Um, really? Yeah. I, I, think I'll, I'll, I don't think I'll ever take it seriously. It's just like a like a side thing to do. Yeah, I don't get it. I think I think it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Are, are you some – I like – if I swim in open water, I get, I get freaked out. Cause I can't see the bottom. Are you? Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly it. I, if I don't see the bottom, I don't want to get in. Yeah. I, that's final. <laughs> that's final. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so you, uh, you take gold in the 1500 again. Um, can you take me through those last uh, 24 to 48 hours in Tokyo? And again, just trying to process, you know, double gold, uh, your first Olympics. Yeah. So immediately after the 1500 Nesty had my sisters on the phone and he just like threw me his phone and I was talking to them for a little bit. And then I, I tried to get dressed in time to watch the four by one. I, that was, that was pretty cool. I got to watch it on the side of the pool instead of being like up in the stands. I just like went by the little podium entrance area. And then I like, stood on the side of the pool with uh, Lindsay Mantanko and we got to watch it and it was it was really exciting watching him break the world record that, that's a crazy world record to break okay no so that, that was really exciting and then after that I just had media for the whole rest of the day I don't think I got back until 10 or 11 or so I'm not fully sure it was one of those two times and I, you know we were just talking and having fun playing games with everyone else um and we, we had to keep it like low-key obviously because of COVID and everything so we, we were just talking having fun with each other and yeah try tried to get some sleep that night didn't really happen um maybe slept for an hour or two I'm not fully sure on that one uh, and then we got on the plane the next day I got the road I got the ride first class for the first time which was really exciting full beds and everything that, that was uh, that was a highlight of the trip for me. <laughs> First class on the plane, twelve and a half hour flight. Yeah, that seems nice. A full you have full bed. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Did uh did you get that because you won a gold medal? No, no, no. Everyone got it. Everyone got it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't care. You know, first class, first class. That's my first time. That was exciting. Yeah, I've 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 never been in first class. It sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, awesome. USA swimming treated treated us well. Treated us well. They they were good. They were really nice. good to us. That's great. Uh, so, 
So you, you get back, you know, obviously you've gotten to go to your uh, club team, gotten to go to a club meet and, and see some kids, but how, how has the last week or two been, um, you know, just with, with letting everything, that whole experience, experience of trials, experience of the games kind of sink in. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I've been, I went to my mom's work, the, what's today? Today, yeah, last week. I went to her work last week and saw our, all the teachers and everything. And then the next, later that night, I went to the pool and uh, saw my club coach and all my friends. And there, there was an ISCA meet going on. So I saw, I saw a whole bunch of people got to take a lot of pictures, which was, you know, it was a lot of fun. And next day, and the days are so lost in my head, but this last night I went to my high school's pool and saw my high school's coach and a coach who coached me when I was like six or so. Um, so I got the, I got to show them the medals and my, my high school's team, the medals. And it was, uh, it, it was just, I've, I've just been having so much fun just seeing everyone again and celebrating with them and, just thanking them for all the support they've given me throughout this, these 15 or 16 years. Yeah. And then uh, we, we talked about this little off camera, you head back to school about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, do you feel ready to, to just kind of turn the page, go move on to the next thing? Or do you think you will in, in a week or 10 days or so? Yeah, I, I, I believe I'll be ready. I, I trust Nasty and, and everything he, he's done for us. And, you know, as I said before, he, he's been there. He's been through it. And I'm, I'm pretty fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, Lochte over there, Caleb over there. You know, they, they've done this before. So they'll, they'll help Kieran and I through this process of, like, transitioning and, and everything. So I'm, I'm not worried about anything at all. I'm just going to go with the flow and – Try trust everyone around me to just help me get get through stuff if if anything happens, you know. Are you a little bummed that you were so close to the American record in the fifteen hundred? Honestly, no, no, not at all. I, I honestly don't care about the times at all. It was, just, it was just all about trying to trying to get my hand on the wall at that point. Um, but. Yeah, I, I will just have to wait. So, yeah. Did Did you have time goals coming into this summer at all? No, no. <laughs> it was It was all about just making a team and and just doing my best and having fun. Really, it's a good goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it obviously paid off. Um. So so what what's up? What are you thinking about this college season? Are you going to go thirteen minutes in the mile? <laughs> Oh man, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know. That That's a hard one to do. That's like, oh shoot. I just hit myself. Um, that, what, what pace is that? Like 51, 51 flat, 415 each, each 500 and then a 150 sprint. That, that's a hard one to do, man. <laughs> that's, that's a hard one. <laughs> well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shut it out. It's, it's definitely something I've been thinking about, but I think it'd be pretty cool if I, if, if I don't end up doing it, I'm, it's going to be done soon. So well, there's, there's a lot of kids coming up. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, I just had to throw that one in there. I was, I was, I'm, I'm just, I'm just teasing you, Bobby. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad it, to know it's on your mind. <laughs> yeah, it's something I've thought about. <laughs> yeah, well, Bobby, I, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat. It's always great to catch up with you. And again, congrats on on a great summer. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Any any parting thoughts for our audience before we sign off today? I, you know, just thank you for the support. It's been a lot, a lot of fun. Those two fifties were, they were a lot of fun to swim. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> Those two fifties. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a joke from Kieran on my Instagram page. He just, <laughs> probably one of the best comments I've ever seen. He was like, good job on your two fifties this, this past Olympics. And yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a good laugh. You've been listening to the Swim Swam Podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.